using knowledge to help never to harm people. Over the years on the Product of Culture website, hi, this is James Lynch. We've talked about that expression of always using knowledge to help, never to harm people. Now, we're talking in principle of what educators and spiritual leaders and supervisors and company owners strive to do every day. And that's why their businesses are successful. That's why their professions are successful. As always, we're talking in principle. So we're not focusing on when persons fall short of that. That's not what we're focusing on. We're focusing on the principle of using knowledge <coughs> to help, never to harm people. And with that statement, I want to share with you today, this is for you students, students <coughs> of the class 2024. You see, peer pressure is enough to drive any sane person crazy, you see, if, you know, if they finally find your Achilles heel, you see, and you have some persons, that's just what they specialize in. And I've been trying to encourage uh, you students and even older ones over the years that if someone really does study you to that point of getting your goat as the expression goes, or finally your Achilles heel, the weakness, the one weakness you may have that triggers you, then if it happens from time to time, see, it's not because you may want it to be that way, but you know what? You're human, you're imperfect, and if you know you're striving for excellence every day without trying to uh, turn anybody else down, then you know what? That is something reasonable people understand. And that's what I want you to know. So with that being said, remember, even in school, I've talked about this and I stand by it. And I'm not going to even let you know how I know so much about this subject. But I tell you what, I'm sure it's backed up by the academics or academia, as they mention it. And this is this. The environment is important. See, when I've talked about an environment conducive to learning, see, I'm not just talking about, all right, do we have a classroom that, you know, has ergonomically correct, uh, you know, uh, aerodynamically and everything else uh, 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 correct for the student to be able to see the chalkboard? to hear the teacher and, hey, hopefully having, I used to use the expression, a library environment, but oh my goodness, have you been in some of these libraries today, which I'm not going to even start up. But see, it's almost like libraries are not as quiet as they used to be. And you'll see what I mean. I'll post something um, in our destination that we're at right now for the spaceship Pro Artistry, we're in the sector of the <coughs> on the edge of Andromeda <laughs> Galaxy. All right. But here it is. 
an environment conducive to learning is not just being quiet and being able to see. You see, uh, see and hear the teacher, uh, um, see the chalkboard. It's not just that. And environment conducive for learning is also conducive for the mind and the spirit uh, uh, to work together. For example, you can have a student that really is smart and capable, but if they have to traverse land, sea, and air every day through the land of the bullies and people who don't look out for them and other distresses that's going on. Some people would say even in their own home life. And then, you know, having to go to school where they don't feel safe as well, not even in the classroom, that affects the learning ability. You see, it can be quiet all you want. But if you got a bully somewhere around there, even threatening you about what's going to happen. One, if you make a mark better than them, or two, just because they want to beat you up because you answered a question correctly that the teacher asked, that's a problem. That's not conducive to learn. And realizing even if they tell the teacher what's going on, the teacher may not do anything. Okay, you can call that growing pains and life. I've heard some of the older ones speak that way. Yeah, that's growing pains in life. But I'm here to tell you today then, when you reach this certain age and you get into those certain type of responsibilities, then what type of teacher are you going to be? Are you going to be that same type of teacher that, you know, maybe you needed help from and you wanted to get questions answered sometimes uh, um, a special court because it just wasn't clear because of all the other stuff that was rolling around in your head and what you had to deal with? Is it going to be more <laughs> just shame on that student? You know, uh, look at me. I turned out OK. Did you? But I'm not going there. So the point is, class of 2024, no matter what you're experiencing right now and you're doing the best you can and you can have all sorts of things going on in your life, only you know. And maybe only you, the only one in God who cares, you feel. But I'm here to tell you today, still take uh those situations that humans weren't even meant to deal with. See, and that's what people fail to realize. There is atrocious behavior that even we deal with now that, yes, God does allow because he still know when he goes into that healing you, every single one of us will be healed who are doing the best that we can into perfection. This will happen. This is faithful and true. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, I'm doing the Revelation Bible readings now. These things will happen. I already told you, it's not a doubt in my mind that these things will happen. But see, some of us, the way that we made up, even knowing the end result, we still 
feel a tormented soul from time to time of the injustice all the same. That's another thing I think that God understands. So we do our best. We pray. We try to become still more loving and and long suffering, even towards our enemies. Uh, We try to respect what is sacred to God and also appreciate in all his great power. He only asks a few things of us. (laughs) It talks about that in the book of Isaiah. You know, I'm only asking you stuff that's going to help you be better. See, it's just like, um, for example, exercise and things of that nature. You see, there are some persons who were very um, um, fine tuned in their body for a while, their mind and spirit. And yet, did you know, see, even at a young age. They gave up more of what Paul was talking about, um, bodily training and things of that nature. You see, is uh, beneficial for a little, but godly training is beneficial, you see, for really all things, for a lot, which is true. And so sometimes still with that knowledge, what Jesus said, what you gave free, what you receive free, you give free. Um, guess what? They may have stopped going to the gym the way that they used to. Why? Because it was somebody else who maybe only had an hour conducive, you see, a conducive environment of study and meditation so that they could understand God a little bit better where they couldn't get it nowhere else. And so that time for some persons may have been, oh, that's my gym time. You know, that's that's my workout time to stay in shape. And see, and so, but then others may look at, well, why didn't that person you know, some persons still find some way to uh, exercise. Well, you know, it is what it is. Some person did. Some persons just went on ahead. And it was like, Paul, they were pouring themselves out to help others. You see? But that doesn't mean every person or every teacher or Christian or what have you has to do that because they don't. So with that being said, Conducive to environment. That was a side thought that I gave you there. Something just to think about. And so you have a lot of people where even in later years, you might hear somebody say, well, they got to count the calls, count the calls. You know what? If these persons were reasonable and understanding, they would have already realized in a human way of looking thing, in a human way. They already paid the cost 10, fold thousand times over, you see. But like I said, it's in the human way because, see, even if some in the spiritual way try to say it's in the spiritual way, but they're still not on that wavelength of thinking really like Jesus was, they'll even try to go into that realm presumptuously and make it seem like that person hasn't paid enough. That person hasn't suffered enough for this or that reason. You see, if it was any reason to be suffering at all. See, Jesus said what would happen, yes. But I mentioned again, the people who he was talking to, he was still saying, this is what would happen to you for bearing my name, but don't you be the ones doing it. 
See, that's what people fail to realize sometimes. We're not supposed to be the ones doing the bad things to hurt one another. So, you students of the class 2024, you know over time, even some of those subjects that are tough for you, you will find if you need them and you were listening to the teacher, enough will come back to your mind and it may draw up and and, and reference things that then you go to the library, <laughs> conducive to study or whatever, and then you may look up those subjects. You, you may do further research into them and they'll become more and more a part of you. So those lectures that you hear now, let me tell you, listen as well as you can. Take short notes as well as you can. Things that are important, you might elaborate a little bit more than the one sentence you wrote, you see, and never feel bad or do your best not to feel too bad. If someone is able to sprout this stuff out to you, nothing right, to try to make you feel stupid, because you know what? You got talents. You got talents. And sometimes it not only takes an environment conducive for you to learn, but guess what? Another person with the right spirit that calms your spirit enough to retain the information, not feeling like the person that coming at you is sending all this negative, bad energy and everything else with it. No wonder it's hard to keep this in mind when you already worried whether somebody trying to make you look stupid or not. Shame on now. See, that's why I just don't care too much for gaslighting. And as I mentioned, there's a difference between gaslighting and really laughing with the person, you see. And you are found out for a lot of persons. You got a person who got a real good sense of humor. But see, they know when it has really crossed the line to if they don't get a hold on this mess, they're going to they open up a can of whoop butt. Now, somebody else I know will go ahead and say the word, but <laughs> that's why I love them so much. No, I'm, oh, let me shut up. I'm telling on myself. But the whole point is, class of 2024, do your best. Uh, if you're doing your best, you don't have to allow anyone to guilt trip you or make you feel bad about how much you know you see, or as they may look at it as how much little you know, because you know what? In time, see, remember, I'm talking forever. One day, a thousand years from now, the knowledge and your abilities will already be, believe it or not, on the level that the smartest human beings on this earth are now. That's how much we're going to be healed. And I granted a lot of the majority of us will be like that. Yeah. But the whole point is, see, we're going to be learning things still, even on the astronomical level, or even on the universal level that we just don't know now. You see, even the smartest person on this earth don't know now, but we'll know it then. 
We'll know things about God then that we don't know now. And see, and God, who is patient, <laughs> see, he knows that. That's why he, he wants all of us to get along, even though we know during this time we're just not all are going to. But I tell you what, the persons, your circle that you do have, you should be able to get along. You should be able to talk about something, a project or anything and, and not worry about it. And see, in that prod and, and that circle, yes, it could be friends and it can also be business associates who are honorable. And that's just a fact. Business associates who are honorable. So uh, there you go. Have a very wonderful day, perceptive readers. Take care.